podcast listeners. If you hear my voice right now, I need you to do something for me. I want you to take out your phone or on your computer, go to Apple Podcasts, search for Ask Your Old Head Podcast. You'll see my, my logo, my little picture, my little image there. Find the show. Please rate and write a review. It's a small thing, but it helps others find this work and find what I'm doing here. And it really, really matters, uh, as small as that may seem. So if you could please do that uh, before we get into the show, I very much appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Let's get into it. Peace. Peace. Uh, we are here again. Um, good brothers. And I got, you know, I'm Majestic. Peace, 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 peace. And we got very, very special guest, Nabri Savior. Nabri, what up with it? Peace, peace, peace. So, um, I just want to let y'all know. I just want to let y'all know for let them know. listen that you know what I'm saying. We have bought an exciting component <laughs> of Good Brothers Tonight, our righteous brother, you know what I mean? Our brother in the pedigree, if we have saying, I'm looking forward to a, a really, really good conversation, really good dialogue. Absolutely. So, you know, we brought, uh, invited God to come add on to this conversation because we wanted to talk about the verses. And and, and 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 not like, you know, like, you know, you know what you're getting into with us. I'm not here to tell you what happened. You can go watch it yourself. <laughs> right. However, uh, we wanted to talk about because it's a real ill phenomenon that has, that's kind of arisen out of this moment in 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 the world, you know, with the global pandemic and all. However, the the manifestation of this particular piece has a lot of a lot of other cultural you know, overtones, threads that I think, um, you know, I think are important and vital. So, so Majestic, could you set us up real quick and yeah. then, you know, we go from there? Yeah, actual fact, actual fact. So I think the verses is interesting. I mean, coming off of our conversation last week around kind of top five DOA, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, but also that this verses gives a space and an opportunity, especially during COVID, right? Because, there's a whole set of things that happened in the black community that you would have seen throughout this year, right? Like people would have been in Miami for Memorial Day, right? Mm-hmm. They would have been at the Essence Fest, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they would be, uh, they would be at CBC. They would be at homecomings, right? There's, there's like a whole, and this is what made me think of it. There's a whole like reality of like things that black people do nationally that when you think about it, it reinforces a variety of things. The young artists, it reinforces the older, older artists, right? Cause if you go to a homecoming, it's going to be, you know, it would have been somebody like, you know, uh, you know, you know, he went before his time in my estimation, pop smoke, but at the same time they would have Bismarcky DJing. Right. Or mm-hmm. or they would have Mary J. Blige and you would have had Janae Aiko at uh, Essence Fest. Right. Mm-hmm. So you would have had this space where you have a multi-generational conversation around black people. And this just happens every year, all at places across the country. But this year you don't have it. So Verses kind of jumped in in the space to then have this broader dialogue around seeing things and especially 
for older folks, and I'm going to define older folks here as 35 and up. This is a broader mm-hmm. conversation around what it means for black folks to use and, and come together through music and culture, right? To celebrate that we don't have mm-hmm. the places that we would have celebrated. We would have celebrated in New Orleans. We would have celebrated in Miami. We would have celebrated in New York at Hot 90s, at Hot 97, you know, at the, at the Summer Fest, Summer Jam. We would have celebrated all those places, right? But we, we can't do that this year. So where we're going to celebrate now is via this verses. So that's why I wanted to bring it. And I think, um, you know, that, that the God has a very interesting, you know, and unique view on some of these verses, right, as we all do. So I just wanted to bring that because I think in the now we've had to take our celebrations virtual, right? Mm-hmm. We've had to take our relational engagements with each other virtual and what does that look right. like right right so um i mean so what was what 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 was the the first one like was there an official first one or did it just sort of like because i in my mind first, i can't first, go ahead i think the first one pardon me i think the first one was timberland and swiss beats um okay. they're the ones who act well obviously they or in charge of it, but they're the ones who um, began battling each other, and then, and then it just sprang from them two. And um, the second one was uh, T Pain and uh, Lil John. Lil John, right, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. And then there was RZA and and Premier. So they 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 so so I read something a little earlier about this, just prepping for 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 us to build that. Just Blaze and Swiss kind of started the first verses on DJing of beats that they did. Right. Okay. Years yeah. ago, like three, four years ago. And then Just Blaze and Alchemist would actually go across the world and do this, right? So the DJs have been doing this for years, but the actual artists hadn't showed up. So I think this gave the artists a chance to show up. Um, whereas it almost like made, it turned it from a sound clash, what we traditionally call a sound clash in like reggae culture and did it in the hip hop form. Mm. And then now it has morphed. So it's another example to that point of hip hop being like constantly taking from global black culture, right? Where two DJs use all the songs they did and play them. And then you see who likes them. And then now it's like, okay, well, two rappers or two singers come together and then you see who likes what. Yeah. Right. Mm. So with the uh so what what with these, you know what I'm saying, really like what's what stands out? Like what about like doing this matchup piece, this particular kind of way of showing up in the world? Why why I mean why is it resonating? You know what I'm saying? Do you think in this minute? What, uh, what should take forever? It's a mystery, right? Because you don't know what each artist is going to actually perform. Like we've been to concerts where you have an idea. Okay, they're going to do like their A side, right? They're mm-hmm. not going to do like the B side um, songs. But in by it being a battle, you don't know what songs they're going to come with. You don't know if they're going to do live, if they're going to perform live, mm. if they're going to just let the beat play, let the song play, 
and nod their head. You know, you don't know what's going to happen. So with like that, that mystique of just like not knowing, like, is what I think it draws people even more to to watch them to like tune in because you don't know what's going to happen. Like, you cannot predict that you know um, they're even going to show up. You know, <laughs> but but you just know that at a certain time during that week. Like you know, you're gonna tune in and you're gonna watch it and you're gonna see what happens. So I think that's um, is what's exciting about the verses. And you know, these are just and it's like a, it's more like it's it's so human, right? It's just like yo, they're at their house or they're you know they're like somewhere kind of locked down like you, right? Unless right, you're like right, unless you're like unless you're like an essential worker. It's like wow, like, you know, like 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 Rizza was at his house, right? Erica Badu was at her house, so it was like, you know, well, Jill Scott, they all were pretty much at, you know, not on stage. You got a chance to kind of see how they live to a degree, like you know, um, so it made you feel like it's a feeling of like, man, we're all in this together, mm-hmm. but then we're being entertained by, you know, <laughs> kind of like going over like your friend's house. Right, right, right. Like your friend's an artist, and he wants you to hear all his hot shit. Like, oh, oh listen to this song. Nah, nah, nah. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, you like that one? You like that one? Hold up, hold up, hold up. Right. It's like, oh shit. All right, I'm here. You know what I'm saying? I can't go nowhere for real, so I'm stuck. Mm. Yeah, because the thing that's, I mean, the interesting thing that's been hard for me is like. I'm like, all right, so I do I at first I was like, do I follow, you know what I'm saying? Do I follow each of those artists to to make sure I know what happens? And I'm, you know, I'm I'm gonna keep it hundred. I ain't seen none of these live. <laughs> I always catch I catch a piece of it, you know what I'm saying? Or I find out I'm like, oh damn, it's over. Or like I don't know what time it is. It might be the West Coast thing. I'm not hundred percent sure. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, but you can go find it, you know what I'm saying, on the internet. Um, you know, it looks like it's a couple of nice cottage industry of making sure your YouTube page looks like it's the actual versus battle uh, <laughs> official page even if it ain't you know what i'm saying and you know but you can watch you know what i'm saying and kind of relive the, the 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 music side of it you know maybe not the moment side of it with the you know with the with the emojis and the and the flash and bubbles and 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 the, and, the, and the spectacle so to speak um however it's still it, it's it's kind of fresh the idea that you you know you would pair you know these these performers, these these folks that have done all this music, and in some cases, done a lot of music, right? Like where it's like I, you know, if you ain't been with their catalog, so to speak, all the time, you're like, man, I, you know, I know they got songs I ain't, I may not be that familiar with, so let me let me tune in and see what they do. Or if you you know, at least I, I'll speak for myself. With any artist, you might have the the three four records that you really listen to from them, and like to you, that's who they are. But then they got all this other stuff that you ain't never get to. Like I don't know all the Snoop Lion joints and shit. You know <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even know if he, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know all them songs if he went into the went into the Snoop Lion bag. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, and what have you? And and even um X. You know what I'm saying? Like watching the, the most recent joints. Like I don't know all the X's joints. You know what I'm saying? I know I know, I know a couple from like the Rough Riders. You know from that era. 
but the, and the you know the first like the first two records that he put out like he put out his first two records like in this eight months of each other some shit crazy wasn't it like that yeah he did three albums in like two years like between ninety eight and two thousand he had put out uh, yeah. he put out three albums yeah he was he was actually the one that came out with the idea of like dropping every December or dropping two albums in a year he actually yeah. put that into effect. Yeah, he was on, yeah. he was on fire. He was on fire, man. And, and you know what it does is, even in this situation, it kind of gives you a space to think about these artists differently. Because I was telling somebody earlier, yo, Snoop came out in '91, right? Snoop has doing been doing music for 29 years. Put that in perspective. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like an artist that started doing music in 1960 and still was performing music in 1990. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, that is a run. And even X, 97, Get At Me Dog comes out. Right? Like, this is like, yeah. he has, he's been rapping, he has been professionally rapping for 23 years. And so... It puts a lot for me, and that's why this is so interesting. It puts a lot in perspective because you start to be like, damn, hold on. Like, you think of these artists as one way, but this is stuff been going on in your life for, for however long. I ain't going to bring up the other stuff that my man had to deal with, you know, the Fresh Prince. But one thing <laughs> I was listening to today <laughs> was that. I was listening to live at Union Square in 1986, the first time that Fresh that Will Smith went to New York to perform, coming from Philly. Mm. The mm. first time New York had ever heard the Transformers scratch, right? Right, right. That was 34 years ago. Just to put it in context, right? That was 34 years ago when he went to New York to present himself to New York for the first time ever. So there is a whole host of music, right, that we are just looking at. And it's and again, a lot of us, man, and we've talked about this, Just, and, and uh, Bree, I think you can, you know, um, as you not be for governor, you're sort of for mayor, right? Like, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you can you can relate to, and I think, add on about, you know, people are going through a variety of feelings during this time, right? People are going through different stuff and and people need an outlet. And so I think the the verses has turned into a form or a source of an outlet Facts. for people who they can't really express all the other stuff. Right. They can't express it. They're getting a huge check right now, but might not be getting a huge check. Boy, they will not be getting a huge check starting the end of this week. Right. Mm-hmm. Like there's a different thing coming like winter. Like, you know what I mean? Like Game of Thrones, like winter is coming. Winter is coming. It's coming. It's coming. You know, so. So I just so yeah. Now, how do you see that? Just with, with I think what role does it play in people's lives? I agree. It's the outlet. It, it takes you away from, it's like kind of like going to the club on Saturday night, mm. right? Like it, it takes you away from, you know, reality because it's unreal. Just the money that, the, the money that people are getting is unreal. Like I was just talking to a friend, you know, recently and you, you figure like her first pay was like four grand. And then Every week was like nine hundred. So if you, if you think about it, for like I had to break it down, like for a couple months, 
you you damn near got like you got like twenty grand. Like <laughs> you got twenty grand, and this this is just one individual, but so many people are getting like you said a lot of money with nothing to really do with it because they can't go to Miami. What well, well you can't go. But now we see what happened when they all and everybody went. Right. Right. So you really can't do X, Y, and Z, and you there's no concerts. So all there is to do is to like pretty much, you know, be irresponsible and do frivolous things, but you can stay in your home and you can buy all the, you know, <laughs> drugs you want and alcohol you want and tune in to a live concert for free. Mm. For free. Mm. So, and now, mind you, people have money right now, so, so people could actually afford to go to a $100 concert. You know you know what I mean? But now, when things, if, when things get back to, you know, semi-normal, is it worth paying $100 to go to a concert after you, after we're getting all these great concert live shows online? Like, and this is just probably outside of Versus, your favorite artist pretty much goes live and gives you a, a concert on their Instagram, you know, and many shows have been better than paid shows. This is what people are saying. Like they're having, they're being entertained more. They're getting like the best out of, you know, this free live entertainment that they would get going and paying for, you know, a show. So these hard times are like good times. If you want to look at it, these hard times are good times because even though it's 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 warm right now, right? Winter's coming, but it's warm right now. It's summer right now. But folks, you know, have been able to, you know, buy what they want. They've been able to um, watch what they want. You know, Netflix made so much money. They told people to chill. Like, can you believe that? <laughs> they, they were making so much money off of streams. They kind of told people to like, kind of like hold fast because, you know, it's like, what? But due to everybody being home or, you know, uh, you know, quarantining and whatnot. So I've been seeing a lot of creativity, um, a lot of like togetherness. This is the most time people have spent, you know, around each children, family, you know, um, at their computer you know, at the television, everybody has like nice TVs and whatnot, but they're not always able to, you know, take a, enjoy them. So, uh, which also, I think is also, which uh, adds to the viewership of Versus because, hey, I'm usually at work. Now I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. But what's there to watch? I'm going to watch this Versus, you know what I'm saying? And for me personally, for someone who like works a lot, and my schedule was like weird. I don't have like the weekends off, which most concerts like like on the weekend or like a Friday night, um, whatnot, or like a Saturday night. So I I miss out on seeing a lot of these uh, celebrities who would do shows. So it benefits a person like myself as well. I mean, I've even watched some of these versus shows while on the clock, and I was like, wow, man, and this is something that you normally couldn't do. But thanks to the pandemic, right, you could do this stuff. So it's it's maybe I'm not, I don't know if I'm on on if I'm following your question, if I'm answering your question, 
but I've just seen um I've seen uh this pandemic kind of bring out the best and like the humanist the human side of people like the the you know the 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 turning water into wine you know what I mean out of people because again mm. who would have thought that we would be sitting in our living room watching <laughs> a celebrity, two celebrities battle it out and it's not just you it's 500 it's millions of people doing what you do even mm. like 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 Holly Berry's at home, you know, like you know, just Holly's watching too. Yeah, like Michelle Obama's, you know, folks are just at home, or like you know, watching, doing what you're doing. You only can't get people to all come together and watch something, man. That's why another sad thing is beautiful about it because you know, like when this battle was up, you can guarantee that there are going to be, you know, at least a million people watching what you're watching. You know, and it's and it's and it's hip hop. It's not the Super Bowl. It's not you know the Masters. It's you know it's a it's a hip hop battle. So it kind of made me like feel, kind of hit me like give feel extra love for hip hop. You know, the, the, the mm. feeling of like that may have been once gone or like kind of fading away. It's like wow, it's a new appreciation for like how like how the God said. For these artists who've been doing it for thirty years, you know, you tell you tell a kid, oh baby, he's been rapping for thirty years, he's a legend. It's like, yeah, man, whatever. But now you can show him by these verses, you can show, hey, this guy DMX and Snoop Dogg been doing this since the nineties, and they can see it and see how and see how everyone's excited and mm. still cheering them on. They kind of can see their greatness for free on your cell phone. Yeah, well, it's interesting too. I was thinking about like the you know, sometimes conditions, you know, societal conditions make things that would have, things that were always, that were possible, right? But they, they, they changed the, you know, the equation, right? And, you know, you know, pre-pandemic, you know, this would have had to be a pay-per-view. You mm. know what I'm saying? And probably post-pandemic, these will be pay-per-views. But for now, <laughs> right. Right. you know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, you about to see, you gonna get to see you know, and 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 not like in a in a concert form, really, like in an intimate form. These two artists who you know, you know, go through different, you know, different tracks, different 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 hits they've made, different projects they've you know they've collaborated on. Woo, woo, woo. And you're gonna get like an hour, you know, hour and a half of them, you know, going through music. You know, which you know, I mean, you know, on the surface you could be like an hour and a half. What's that? But that's a lot of time for somebody just going through songs, like. Not you know an hour. I mean, we we've, we've all been on stage. An hour long performance is a long performance. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now you go yeah. to the you know the live show at the whatever you know they might do an hour and a half, two hours, you know, split with a break or something. Or yeah, you know I mean, but that's you know you you also pay premium prices for that <laughs> in the band. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you gonna get that feel like like you like you slipped into the. uh uh, I think I'm the only one that's been to Paisley Park, but if you when you go to Paisley Park, they would talk about like these other types of shows. You know, Prince used to have where he would just be like, "Yeah, you people would like those who knew would knew," and then it'd suddenly be a show, and it'd be like, "Yeah, I mean, you, like you walked in a room and you thought you were just gonna hang out, and then Prince jumps out, <laughs> like with a band, like, hey, y'all, we gonna we gonna perform now. Like, I just come in here to get the after hours drink, and now it's a damn, you know, it's purple rain and shit going on, like." Oh. It's that type of energy with with these, which I do appreciate. Um, you know, 
the other thing I think though it, it, it's a in terms of the artists uh, there, there's a level of like sort of looking at like hip hop having like a some maturity and maturity in the sense of there's enough time and content and body of work that you know really embracing sort of the nuance of the different eras of the music the different styles because it, it's not like it's Melly Mel and uh, you know right, right, Master right, Cass right, 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 you know right, what I'm right. saying which maybe that'll happen but I'm just saying like yeah. right now this is mostly like 90s cats that, that that have been in these in these different sessions 90s to the early 2000s um you know it hasn't been chuck d and uh you know what i mean uh krs1 although that would be weird I don't know well the, the new but... thing they talking about without going too deep the new one they talking about is uh ll and krs1 but krs1 mm. was talking shit he was like yo i you know what i'm saying ll can't deal with me i destroy ll <laughs> in classic krs1 fashion Right. Um, I will. I will destroy yeah. him. Yeah. El, El he does not want to battle. L said he's not. He's not digging. He he went live. I saw his live. He said he's not. It's about the vibe. But he, and, and and that's. I think I agree. Like it, it is about the vibe. He wants to do it with someone who. It's a good vibe. They have similar songs. You know. I don't know if, he, <laughs> if I'm in like Ja Rule would go after, but. But they have, they have similar songs and, you know. Well, that's the thing. Like, KRS-One is from that sound clash culture, right? So KRS-One yeah. is looking at it differently. Yeah. Okay. He's looking at it like, yo, if I if, if me and you want the same thing, we're going to war. I don't care how old I am. Right? right, right. Whereas everybody else is like, man, we could just chill. KRS-One, right. Chris ain't never had no chill. So it... it <laughs> It don't make it makes sense that you didn't want to do it with him because he's gonna do a new song. He's gonna do a, a, a special diss, a special a, a special freestyle about you, about about the guy you was at eighty nine when he took your chain. Like you know what I mean? Like he gonna bring up old yeah, stuff. Yeah, like like people say, why are you bringing up old shit? Like homie gonna bring up old shit? Like you know what I'm saying? So, it, but I think also just to your point, what you brought up was really interesting because. To me, Versus is doing now what the Grammys and the American Music Awards did in the late 80s. And this is for people who are like 44 and and up. But you remember when you first seen the Whispers do the Cabbage Patch on TV, right? When they performing on the Motown thing or, you know what I'm saying? You like, yo, they do the Cabbage Patch, right? Because it's like, that was the connection between the young people and the old people, right? Because it's still a whispers, and they doing rock steady, which I listened to earlier. <laughs> but like, and they doing the garbage fast, so they connect in culture, right? Or when you saw certain artists perform on TV for the first time, it was like, yo, I just saw this artist perform. So I do think it's actually a cross connecting moment for for black generations, right? Because you don't have the places where everybody would go and just do them. Like, I ain't going to, I mean, if anyone wants to fly me out to Coachella, as I want to say, before we go any further, <laughs> if any company wants to fly us out to Coachella <laughs> to do Good Brothers, I'm there, right? I'm there, I'm there with justice. But I'm saying, I'm not paying to go to Coachella, right? Yeah. That's a young person sport. Yeah. But like, yeah. at the same time, you get to see stuff and people get to hear different songs that they've never heard. So I, I do think it's an important component, but I also to, to both of y'all's point think 
the people that you put together, maybe transition into this, the people you put together on the actual show, it matters. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so I think you opened the door there, man. What, what, what's some, some matchups, some pairings that, you know what I'm saying, brothers would, brothers would want to see? Um, well, I like, what, I'm a, I like what Majestic said and about the KRS-One, like he's ready for war. And that, if you look, if you watch the verses, that's kind of like the undertone. Like, cause like, like, be, like, <laughs> like behind all the love and all the smiling and, you know, all the praises, some of them, they came ready for war. Like, like RZA, he was ready for war. Yeah. As it played out, yeah. as, as it played yeah. out, yeah. he had, he had the outfit. Yeah. And he had he had his sons and everybody on cue. You know what I'm saying? Like he mm-hmm. he really he really came ready for war. And it was like he could have went like 50 songs. You know, you know what I'm saying? And what happens, you start seeing just a premiere, man. He just was like engulfed. He started just being a fan versus being like he wasn't he didn't come for war. He came to like yeah. to me play records. Well, I think uh, too though with RZA, RZA came because people was saying like it was just going to be like a like a dub for for RZA. Like it's no way he can mess with Primo, right? Right. And so mm-hmm. I think and this is an example of people being motivated by the crowd being like, "Oh, you think I got a dub? All right, well, let me bring out all these songs that to to people's credit like you don't know the song. People didn't know that RZA produced Long Kiss Goodnight. Right? Like, or you're not going right. to bring out like Fourth Chamber. Or, you know, some of the complexities around Wu Tang is you don't know who performed, you don't know who produced what at what time. Right? So you don't know yeah. you don't know who was Fourth Disciple, you don't know what was True Master, and you don't know what was RZA. Right? So I think people was like, yo, RZA gonna get this dub. And so RZA was like, all right, well, I'm going to show you I'm not going to get this dub, right? And I'm going right, right. to bring out the big guns that I had. To, I have 20 plus songs all with one, you know, to, to be true, nine people. But <laughs> I got with all these people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and so, yeah. no, but to, to Bri, I agree. I think RZA was kind of, hold on, y'all going to disrespect me? <laughs> like, like I ain't got joints? Like I got joints. Um, so for me, so the the, the two that have been the most interesting for me, one was Bounty Killer and Beanie Man. Mm-hmm. And, I, I, and I'm not putting it in order. So I'm just saying I'm going to use Bounty Killer and Beanie Man because, like, again, that's part of, well, the three. So I'll, I'll do three. One is Bounty Killer and Beanie Man because that's the part of, like, there's reggae cult, there's, like, you know, global black culture right and i and you know we talked about this just i talk about this when you start to realize that there are black people everywhere on the planet you stop thinking that the world revolves around what happens in america even though black culture is the is a mm-hmm. is an engine and a spark of global black culture there are elements of global black culture that don't have anything to do with america and reggae yeah. sometimes is a perfect example of like a song might have been big in england and you didn't hear it because it wasn't on Hot 97. But that doesn't mean that to, to the Jamaican diaspora or to the Caribbean diaspora, Bounty Killer wasn't the man in 1997. Right. You see what right. I'm saying? And so 
that's what that one did. And then plus it brought out the elements of that culture, which is like they both got dressed up in clothes that were way too tight and way too shiny. Right? <laughs> like, like, you know what I'm saying? They pulled, they pulled that play out. Like, yo, you know what I'm right. saying? Like, they did what you would do, but they also gave, and I think that was the first one that was the smart, the, when, when Swiss and Timberland pivoted, they put them in the same place to not have yeah. the issue I'm going to talk about next. Yeah, <laughs> I, right. He's right. So, so, so. With that said, these verses have been educational too, right? Um, and to name a couple more, you know, war stories. It was like Erica Badu and Jill Scott. Like Jill Scott's a woman, and no, no disrespect, but here's what I mean by that. She like <laughs> Jill Scott King. Ready for war and yeah. Badu, Badu did too, but Jill was nervous. Jill was nervous, and she started taking you know sips of that wine. And when she got loose, remember Erica came. She came uh, in peace, but ready for war. And the more Jill Scott like loosened up, she just like like the beast started coming out. And it was like, oh, well, you were like so, you know, lovey and all that and emotional during it. And it was like, it was kind of Hollywood. They start crying and, you know, going personal. But she kept, but she kept the bangers coming though. Oh, no. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? That was, so she kept the bangers coming. Okay, no, that was 29th Street. No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. Okay. No, no, no. See? No, See? no. That was, that was 23rd Street all the way through. Like, what Jill Scott gave you was North Philadelphia. Like, it's all good. <laughs> like, it's it's fine. Like, I love you. But I got this work just in case. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. Just in case you want to smoke. Like, the, yeah. the work is present. I'm, I'm not leading with the work, though, right? I'm leading with the love. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm leading with love. I'm not leading with a problem. But a problem is so close. <laughs> That when it came out, you wouldn't even know. But since we're not going there, that's not what we're doing, right? And I take that back actually to the um, Chappelle show, the 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 show that Chappelle did when he did the movie, Mm. when Jill Scott and Erica Badu was both doing "You Got Me." If, if if you haven't watched it, for anyone listening, if you haven't watched it, you have to go back and watch the movie that Chappelle did when he had The Roots, Black Star, Kanye, when he did when Kanye did the Jesus Walks thing, and you know, we talked about Kanye last week, but when when Ye did the Jesus Walks, which was an experience in itself, and then Jill Scott and, and um Erica Badu both did their renditions of You Got Me on stage together. And man. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna ruin it, but yes. And so, block party, yeah, block party, yeah, block party, yeah. And so, yeah. it was like you didn't went to war with somebody that you know what they got. So I don't really want to fight you. I really want to just be bonded with you, <laughs> right? So, so that's what <laughs> that's what that was. But Jill Scott gave you straight Twenty Third Street, Twenty Third and Lehigh. She gave you like, listen, like I'm gonna play whatever role you want us to play, and listen, we gonna sit here and drink this, we gonna talk, but like, I got smoke if you want smoke, you know what I mean? Um, 
Like your mama, like your, you know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. Like a black mother. Like a black mother. Like a black mother. <laughs> I want to lead with loving compassion. <laughs> you know what it's like? The end of a family reunion or the end of a barbecue. It's that yeah. time of the night. It start getting a little spicy. Like, little like, spicy. Are, they, are, they, are they still playing? Are they joking right now? Or is, is Auntie really mad? Exactly. I'm not 100% sure. sure at the moment. It can go either way. Where somebody is like, you know what? This conversation started with jokes. Started with, I remember you bought him here. His shoes was really shiny. He looked like he just got off the train from Birmingham or something. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it get vicious. But as long as everybody laughing, everybody just go home, right? That's what Dave, that's what she brought to the table, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that that one was a special one because also, again, and shout and, and props to Swiss and Timberland because they did a good pivot on that one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so many yeah. people wanted a different energy, right? So they bought a different energy that allowed folks to really like dig in differently. Because even if even if men was acting like they wasn't there, they was there if one to watch women talk about it. Or if you just yeah. happen to be like the songs, right? So that was one. Another one I'm going to share, and I want to get y'all feedback on this one, is the infamous Teddy Riley and Babyface. <laughs> <laughs> which, which showed all of the blessings and limitations of getting old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like that one was what happens when you get old and can't find everything going on. Like you dog, you are Teddy Riley. Like you are probably the mile. And, and I say this and you know, people can have a debate about it. We could debate about it. You are kind of like the Miles Davis of the last 40 years. Like Teddy Riley did the show. So let's just start there. Teddy Riley did in yeah. some ways the yeah. penultimate hip hop song, right? Teddy Riley then turns around and does Heavy D and then does Keep Sweat. <laughs> right. Then does Bobby Brown. <laughs> right. Then does Guy. Then does Michael Jackson's Room at the Time, which I think was like the early 90s blackest moment when everybody was glued to the television watching Remember the Time video. Yeah. Teddy Riley does all of this stuff, right? And then he goes down to Virginia when everybody's hustling too. Like, Teddy Riley has done all the blackest stuff you can imagine. (laughs) (laughs) Teddy Riley went down VA when everyone went down VA to hustle. So uh, he, he gives birth to Missy and Devontae Swing. And then by extension, Timberland. Word? Yeah. They all, he got and, Pharrell, all of that. and Pharrell. They all learned from Teddy Riley. Homie is the Miles Davis, or however you want, however you want it, whatever artist you, you choose in your particular musical genre to look at. But he's the wonder kind of all of that. But he can't figure out how to make his stuff work like it's Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They got, yeah. they got <laughs> this thing on. <laughs> Tapping the bike. <laughs> thing on. <laughs> oh man, we're gonna have to come back and do it again. We're gonna come back and do it again. He's tapping the air. He's tapping the air. 
But he didn't. He didn't want it to end though. He didn't want it to end. He wanted to keep it going until he got it right. Like. Yeah, <laughs> like an old black man. <laughs> We're not gonna end this until I figure it out. <laughs> right? Now y'all just hold on. Right? God damn it! I know what I'm doing. Hold right. on. Right. Right. Shit! Tell me I do what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. This ain't over till I say it's over. <laughs> what? Dog, <laughs> it's over. Babyface had a glass of wine. But he kept saying, are you serious? Are you serious? It's like, yeah, man. Yo, and like I said, so you got Teddy Riley, who is literally probably <laughs> one of the most talented people of the last 40 years. You got Babyface sitting there like, yo, dog, I just came into my studio and I just had COVID. <laughs> but I came, right, like I, like I'm, but I came I'm, in for the ladies. <laughs> Babyface funny for that. Yeah. <laughs> When I get home from work, <laughs> it was kind of like watching a teacher and a student literally go mm. at it. It was like, but the teacher kind of knew all knew what you was going to come with. It's like you know, it was kind of like watching like an old kung fu movie. Like he taught you everything, or he like I said, he trained you. He trained with you, and it's like so he's sitting back, just like ah, yeah, I know you're going to throw that punch. I know, I know that kick was coming. I didn't know, I didn't know actually what time it was coming, but I knew it was coming. And since you gave me that kick, I'm gonna give you this. And it was just like, ah, you know, he he had an answer for everything that Teddy Riley put up. But me, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm still, you know, I'm not over forty yet. But <laughs> so, I, so I, I couldn't for the life of me. I mean, people were like. Folks just swore that Babyface won, you know, just off the rip because all the number ones he kept playing. But I was in the club. I'm like, man, I'm like dancing. I'm jamming. I'm like, you know, I know what these songs were like. I know how it felt hearing my hearing my sister or hearing 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 my mom even play guy records. Like Aaron Hall in the crib was like hearing Bobby Brown. You know, I mean, you know what I'm saying? It was like, yo, Aaron Hall was like the king, man, and so. Over Teddy Rally beats, I mean, it was kind. Of, I remember those '90s days, man. I remember those summers. I remember that the, the, those outfits they had. I remember you know, the haircuts, I, the chains. It was just like the swag. You know, it was hard to just say. Oh, to me, it was a. To me, it was neck and neck because I felt good hearing uh, the, the the Teddy Rally records. I felt good hearing Babyface records. You know, these were always on whammo. These were always, you know, or the quiet storm. These were always uh, songs that everybody played. But, you know, who was a kid? I was a kid, so I wasn't in love like that. Teddy Riley's music was like, hey, you want to just have fun with it. You want to have fun. Yeah, Teddy Teddy Riley, right. Teddy Riley's music music was like... was like 19 to 28 and Baby's Face's music was like the dude that turned 29 and decided to t- flip a new leaf. Right. I'm trying to grow up. You know what I mean? I got I to gotta get a little more mature with, with, with what I'm doing. Now. He took the poster down with like a if he if he if he if he had had the poster like with Janet Jackson with the you know with the with, with the, the hand, hand in, 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 in the appropriate place right if he had that poster up at twenty eight he took that down you know what I'm saying he put up like he put up Miles or or, yeah. or Coltrane or something right right, right 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 I'm a little more refined now with mine yeah you know he was he, he, right he put on the he he had the Marvin Gaye 
the Marvin Gaye poster because he had transitioned yeah. to another place. Yeah. You know what, brother? You know what I'm saying? I know I know what you're talking about. I know that kind of music, but I'm trying to move to another place as soon as I get home from work. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm about that life. Yeah, you, know? Right. You, know, you know, the thing I um so I was sitting here while, while, while we was rolling through that, and I was trying to I was trying to make just a quick list of, of names and and like who we could match them with. And then I was trying to like make sure I was, you know, fair and balanced, so to speak. Cause I, you know, I could pull all of the everybody I liked in the nineties to the early two thousands, which might be a little skewed to, you know, certain poles of the um of the region. And then I was trying to think, you know, somebody, people who are better equipped. Um, you know, I'm thinking like like who do you match with a uh, juvenile? You know what I'm saying? Because you got to do a southern so if you can get them. You know what I'm saying? Or um, you know, is it? Is it? I mean, and not and not to just like match two people who we would put together because that's the only two people that you can remember right. <laughs> as a person that's not maybe that don't know that region as well. Like, or who could you match with with a with a Scarface? Well, you, you, know what well, you Scarface can't, you can't, you can't put nobody with face. Well, that, that, yeah, that, that's the thing. You can't put nobody with Brad Jordan because the thing is with with, with face is like. And you know, uh, to me, Scarface or Brad Jordan, since they're running for office, Brad Jordan is top five DOA, right? Yeah. But it's like, who you gonna put with him that you gonna match the the like Tupac ain't here no more. Like, who else you gonna put to really have a conversation with Face? Because you can't really do an East Coast dude to match Face. Yeah, it's just a different, yeah, different energy. energy. You know what I'm saying? And and Outcast, you can't. I mean, you can't even really do that, right? Um, so I think there's a whole host of stuff that doesn't make sense. Now I saw somebody post something the other day that was interesting. They talked about future, right? And they talked about like, you know, having future versus somebody. And it's like on some level, the only person you could put up against future is actually Drake. Mm, yeah. Cause there's nobody yeah. else that has no smoke for, what future brings to the table. If you like it, if you don't like it, that's not my point. <laughs> but there's nobody who got no smoke for what future brings to the table of that thing that he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Like, if you don't, you, whatever you call it, you can't touch that because, like, he has mastered it, right? And he don't even do half of the stuff that he talks about <laughs> in the song. Right. <laughs> right. right. But he, right. when he steps in that zone for everyone who does that thing, Right. And so, yeah, yeah. I think the challenge is in that I think they've been, I mean, it's been it's somewhat hit or miss. I think the last ones have been better. I mean, obviously, Snoop and X, I wasn't sold, but clearly it worked. Um, you know, my probably personal favorite outside, you know, personal favorite from song to song was, was Kiss and Fad. Um, mm-hmm. Mostly just for the fact that. Kiss ain't to be played with in the fact of how turnt he was. Yeah, <laughs> like, Kiss was super turnt. Kiss was see, also, see, also it was like I was now I was Kiss looked nice too. Kind of like brother, brothers came to put on the show and I, I appreciate that. Right. They came to entertain and it was it wasn't and you seen this kind of like through it all. Supposed to be personal and supposed to actually, you know, explain some personal sides of their life, what they're going through, 
like just to rewind back, you know, Jill Scott, Erica, but dude doing the homeschooling with their kids. You know, so you was like, oh man, they doing what we do. You know, they doing what everybody else is doing. Right. But, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, uh, oh, give me a second. Yeah. Uh, that was one that I had to catch, you know, while I was working, the 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 the, the Fab and Jada Kiss. And I, at first I'm like, man, Fab, man, he got, he got, he, uh, he, he going to be cool with this. And then I had to snap back and realize, man, Jada Kiss been rapping since I was like in ninth grade. You know what I'm saying? Like, the like on clue mixtapes, you know, like the locks, like there's just so many verses. Kiss has never had a bad verse. You may not have liked the song, but there's never been a time that JD Kiss has turned in a verse that you could say it was whack. Yeah, yeah. Him, him or Method Man, right? Him or Method Man, like, and he's one of the only rappers, and Face is actually another one of them, and of course, Black Thought, but like. That you could never be like, yo, that was trash, dog. Like, <laughs> like that was like that just didn't work, right? Like Kiss has never done that. So when you put this guy who's never done a bad verse and has been rapping for 25 years against anybody, and Fab is one of the toughest, <clears throat> but Fab has done songs that are lyrically interesting, but maybe the song in total wasn't interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the difference. Like Kiss has done stuff where you'd be like, oh, I don't like the song, but damn, Kiss went there. Where like Fab is on stuff, you like damn Fab can rap, but I don't like that song. Like, <laughs> like right, yeah. right, right. Like, I'm not feeling. Yeah, that. like I, said, I, I, I appreciate his, his his technical capacity. Exactly. Just didn't do mm. half of the songs. That, I mean, he got so much ammunition, man. Oh, he didn't even do a, he 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 didn't even do a song off of his new off of his new album that he just dropped. Like he has freestyles. <laughs> he has freestyles he could have done for hours. Right. And but again, the like to your point, Bree, the human side came out that I think was important for people to see for both of them. But again, they are, you know, they've done an album together. So it was important to see that bond. Right. And I think that that, you know, again, the, the shout shout out to them for the entrepreneurial pivot. They've gone to this like togetherness energy. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that they that they have moved to. Uh, but to just to your point, <clears throat> it's it's so when I think about where they're at now and kind of like where do they go from here? I mean, they can continue to pull out certain people, um, like <clears throat> it's hard to pull out MOP versus Mob Deep because because <clears throat> Prodigy isn't here, right? Physically. Yeah, yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't do it without project. Yeah, you can't really because you could. You could probably do an MOP and Mob Deep conversation without. You know, what I'm saying, um, you probably couldn't. You know, depending on people's perception, you probably couldn't get twenty. Um, you know, and then it's like, okay, do you? You know, how do you go into Afro? You know, you're not. You know, again, globally, people can understand there's twenty Afro beat songs from certain artists, but maybe not in America, right? So I think it's going to be interesting because at some levels they're making how they can they can present it now is that people are making money off of this. So they can show artists like, listen, you're going to get more spins. You're going to get more like uh, plays on Spotify and Apple Music Like you're going to make money off of doing this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to get a bump. You're going to get a bump from doing it. So, I, I mean, I would like to see somebody versus face, but again, it has to be somebody that is of faces caliber 
You know what I'm saying? To really, yeah, I think. Well, I think you know. I think the the so other thing I was thinking about is you got to add a caliber. Um, you know, maybe the the depth the depth of 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 your you know what I'm saying of your of your of your of your productivity, so to speak, or the you know the 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 vintage. You know what I mean? Even like like off the top, when I was thinking about it. And depending on what song he chose, I think you could maybe put Face and Ice Cube mm. there together. Yeah, yeah, you could do that. Yes, I think right. you could pull it off. You're right. That's, I think, I, the I think they could figure it out. That's the only. I, I think person. they could figure it out. Yes, that's the only person that you could do it with of of this generation. That's, yeah. Yes. You're, yeah. Because anybody like any, you couldn't. Yeah, you know I mean, you can't just you, you throw. Yeah, you can't just throw anybody out there next to him. I was thinking about um. You know, coming outside because all these aren't necessarily rap right. ones. I was thinking about if you could get Raphael Sadiq. I'm not sure who you put on the other side, but I would watch because <laughs> if you ever seen Raphael, I've had the pleasure to see Raphael Sadiq perform live, and it's amazing. Um, the, the, that brother's out; he's unbelievable. You know, maybe like uh, you get like mid condition or some shit, but I don't know. I don't even know. He will crush them. That ain't that. Yeah, he will. Yeah, yeah, that ain't fair. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, but see, but see, I, crush. See, it's all about to me song placement. Yeah, um, that's I, true. It, I think the song placement makes people forget that you um, don't have as many, don't have a large catalog as the next person. Because, like, um, to be honest, I actually, well, I, I chose Snoop to beat DMX, but when the actual verses came and I'm watching the verses. I really felt DMX's songs. His energy was there. I was more excited hearing DMX's songs than I was Snoop's. Even though Snoop didn't play even half of his catalog either, but I really felt good hearing DMX's songs. So to me, I think it's about how how do what what songs make you feel good? You know, yeah, what songs yeah. get you up? So I think if Mint Condition and Raphael Sadiq knew. Uh, uh, Tony, Tony went together, well, went head to head. Uh, you man, you play pretty brown eyes, man. Folks is going, you know, light candles and here's the thing. He got pretty brown eyes. He got the other song off that album, and Stoke Stokely has individual songs that are played on adult contemporary stations yeah. all across yeah. the country, right? <laughs> right. So he's going to have to go in that. I mean, it's, and, you know, Raphael Z got a couple, you know, he got he got several recent records, you know what I'm saying, in the last 10 years that are all, that are good quality. It would just be interesting to figure out. I don't know if that's the groove that they're looking for. Yeah, for no, I, think, I think I think the, the R&B vibe that they have gone to was smart with Jill and Erica Badu and then even with Lil John and T-Pain in their own, right? Because that, that was kind of a wild one, too, because that was a real battle. And T-Pain wasn't really, he was trying to battle, but was hiding his hand. But Lil John wasn't hiding his hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Lil John was like, I want smoke. I want full out Atlanta smoke. <laughs> right? Like, like I am the king of this. Like I've been doing this and I got songs that play with Pitbull that people just drink shots of vodka and Red Bull to. Like, like, like right. shot, shot, shot. Like, you know what I mean? So no, I I I think you you make a good point um about it. I, I kind of personally think that the next one should be 
and I'm going to use this term probably for the only way I've used it like this in the last five to ten years. They need a ratchet R&B joint. They need. Well, like, they need, well, go ahead. well Ashanti just accepted Keisha Cole's uh, challenge. Hmm. I don't know if. I don't know if you know it's going to be you know official, but uh, Keisha during the versus battle, Keisha pretty much in the comments took a shot at Ashanti, and today Ashanti, you know, uh, confirmed. Woo! Okay, see, I was thinking Keisha. See, I was I was debating that because I was thinking again, the Mary J. Blige is one of other singular fo- folks who was like, who could you really put her against? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, who, 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 like, right, who can really hold up? It ain't really fair. Yeah, <laughs> like, who can really hold up? Time. But, like, my thing with Keisha Cole and Ashanti, y'all are both going to, after about eight, nine songs, y'all are both going to drift. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's true. Yeah, like, y'all are both going, it's going to be like, okay, bet, you're Keisha Cole, you're going to do love, you're going to do a couple of these songs, that was the joints. And then, Ashanti, you're going to do all the Murder, Inc. joints. And then it's gonna get real quiet. Like y'all gotta, yeah. y'all gotta do ten songs. Y'all can't do twenty songs, right? Like that's like good. jagged, like jagged edge in one twelve. Exactly, exactly. The whole thing drifted. The whole, the thing, whole thing drifted because it's like, dog, y'all don't have twenty songs like that. that yeah, you're a classic yeah, artist. You really got twenty songs. Yeah, you really gotta have a catalog to to hold down the 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 the, the, the medium. The medium doesn't have air for. Like a five minute, let my song play out while I'm going. Ooh, 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 ooh. Like you, right. you, you ain't you gotta you gotta go to the next banger and remind me that you got this other dope song, you know, in the pocket. You know what I'm saying? You can't just flim flam your way through if you like. No, nah, no, nah, we are gonna let it go to the bridge. We just gonna we're gonna hit these high notes for a couple minutes <laughs> and harmonize on them. Like, no, you're not. <laughs> you better come with another song. <laughs> I'm, right. on, I'm on my phone right now. Like, I need you to come out with another joint that that I like. Yeah, Ooh. I nah, think. I think Royce the Five Nine and Styles P will be a good one, but mm. again, going back to this point, like uh, SP is hard, super hard. But it's like SP gonna play some of the stuff that Jada played, and then Royce is gonna have to play stuff with Eminem, and it's, yeah. gonna, it's gonna get weird, right? <laughs> like it's, it's, it's like you know, you would need like. Again, that's where it's almost like you you can have really talented artists, but you actually need a body of work that gets to 20 songs without being bad. Right? Yeah. Like, and that's a difficult thing to get to 20. And 17 through 20 have to be knockout blues. Like 17 through 20 have to be punching each other in the mouth, like Rocky and fucking Drago. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right, so that means you got to start with three good songs, and you got to end with four or five good songs. Right, where you like, oh, oh, right, oh, 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 oh. and how many like, people have literally yeah. three classics to start with, and four classics to end with, right? And X, yeah. X, and X, and Dog, they had it, right? Uh, Fab and Jada, they had it, but if re- you realize how Jada had it, had it. Right, <laughs> like you were like how Jada, right, right, right. Jada had them, right? And yeah. Fab has, right. Fab has, depending on your take, he just has about six or seven songs. You're like, yo, that was the shit. But he's gonna start playing album cuts, right? Yeah, like 
and even Erica Badu and what's the name start playing album cuts where about 12 or 13 it was like whoa okay so I didn't listen to that <laughs> right like <laughs> but you need somebody that's going to be like yo I'm not going to give you and if I give you an album cut it's going to be because the hood loved this album cut and so that's why I think you know they sometimes you can have like an embarrassment of riches I think they are faced with the embarrassment of riches, but it's good for black folks. It's good for the global community, but it's especially good for black folks because this is giving us, like we're talking about what we don't have, right? Like we don't have those family reunions, right? We're not doing them. But we don't have that show that you can go to. Like in Philly, they got a spot called the Dell East. And it's like, you're going to go see all these old artists do their they music, and they only got four or five songs you want to hear, and they, they're barely going to do them well, but they're going to do their four or five songs, and you're going to have a great time, mm-hmm. right? And so, But you don't have that right now. So people got to be in the house, worry about their money, or not worry about their money, and then not have the outlets of culture that we're used to. So even if you have a vacation, and the other challenge with us, right, not to go too far off, that a lot of our vacation places that we go are now the same places that you can't go because of COVID. So if you be like, yo, where, where, right. where are we going to go? Oh, let's go down to Miami, right? You can't go to Miami right now. Right. Right? Or, you know, you know where we're going to go? We're not going to go to Atlanta. We're going to go to Houston because we're going to go party. You can't go to Houston right now. <laughs> and there's like, oh, no, no, let's, let's go to L.A. They can't really go to L.A. right now. So all the places that we traditionally party really ain't the places to be trying to go right now. Right. So there's a whole nother, I guess, emotional space that we're in that I think, um, you know, uh, is, is a deep space. But I think to, to, to your point, you know, Versus has met that and rules to the occasion as black people do, right? We rise to the occasion. Like we got yeah. we got a challenge and we rise to the occasion and figure out how to take care of each other. You know, even if it's even through the bad stuff. You know? Yeah. Yeah, we make something, you know. It, it's sort of like there's a kind of phrase where people go like, I don't know how you made it through something. And I'm always like, what does that mean? I'm alive. <laughs> I'm alive, baby. We're gonna go pop it after I get, you know, once I'm I'm cool and all right, everything's intact. Let's go, you know what I mean? Let's go pop a bottle of, you know, it don't need to be alcohol, we just get some Coke. That's right. Coca-Cola. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? We ain't doing no nose candy. I you know ride the white horse, man. Like the 80s. You know what I'm saying? But like the reality that if you are still, if you're here. To think about the fact that you went through it, then you should have you should celebrate. <laughs> you should go have some fun. Go get with some people you like or you love, and 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 appreciate the moment. Like I I I, I um you know you know the, the talk of resiliency and, and what have you as it pertains to our community, um you know is is you know it's a fraught conversation, but it it is also to me I always just look at it that you have a long-term cellular memory of being here. So chill. 
know what I'm saying? Like, let let go, you know what I mean? Don't, don't get too uptight. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't go too deep with all this. Like, you're here, go find somebody you like. I mean, if you don't have the good fortune to be, you know, able to be in the same place because <laughs> of the COVID, you know, figure, figure out a strategy. You know what I'm saying? So you could go have do something celebratory, man. Go sit out on the stoop somewhere or something. You know I mean, social distance, you know, walk somewhere or whatever. You know what I mean? But find some, find some, find some enjoyment. Um, word. So I guess I was trying to say, I guess earlier to add on, like, yeah. like I majestic spoke on, you know, vacation places, just all these activities that in a matter of months. I forgot about. <laughs> right. So, so do you miss them? The, I guess the question, I mean, now is do we miss them? Do we miss these events that have been taken away due to COVID? Or do you get a better outside look, like in hindsight, like, man, I went to Florida and I would have just spent excess money on, you know, bullshit. Or, 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 or you know, I would have just, you know, you know, versus looking like now to a degree everyone should you know be mindful of their money and not just going out right and just spending all kind of crazy dollars on things because you don't know what winter's coming so we don't know how it's going to be how cold it's going to be but do you miss them like i like i i wanted to go to florida obviously like well this year for my born day but i wasn't going because of the covid numbers in florida but did I miss it? Right, right, right. right. Like, uh, I really can't tell you. Also, I wanted to just, I want to ask you guys <laughs> because, like, if if you had extra money, like if someone's if we, if they if we all were cut like ten thousand dollar checks, like what would we do with them? Like, what could you what could you would you do with them in, in these times? You know. Um, because because if I, if I asked you this last year, <laughs> right? No, that's true. You'll, you'll be going to a lot of the events you mentioned. <laughs> I've been there already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be booking my t- my ticket to Ghana. So I'll be like, yo, I'm going to the uh, Chalawote uh, Art Festival at the end of August. Like, yo, I'm going down there this year. I got I just got this ten rack payout. You're going on a trip. You're right. So, so, I, so let me. I'm gonna add on. Then uh, you know, what I'm saying, just please add on on this. So, one, I think, I think clearly, we're all trying to survive because our country, <laughs> generally speaking, is horrible. <laughs> and what I mean by that is not the other stuff, but what I mean specifically how we've dealt with COVID. Right. The rest of the world has figured out. The rest of the quote-unquote first world, and I don't think it's the first world, but the rest of the what they call the countries that are like developed countries have figured out how to move forward with this. At one point, we were like, Italy was as bad, worse than us, right? Do you notice mm-hmm. you don't hear anything about Italy anymore? Nothing. Because you know why? Because they figured it out. Everybody stay in the damn house. <laughs> and... The government paid them to stay in the house, and the government didn't make a big deal about business until everyone could come outside, and then they figured it out. Now, we are in a situation where we should have figured it out when Italy was going through the same thing we are, but we're still going through the same thing. And now we're second to Brazil, which if you know anything about the corruption, and not for the people of Brazil, but the government of Brazil, we're not in a good place. 
So yeah. in one level, yes, I think at some juncture where we're at is Americans have always been used to doing what they want to do. And so we don't know how not to do what we want to do. And that has had dangerous and fatal impacts. So mm-hmm. and if you said, like, you know, where you want to go, man, and it's probably been on, like, the third uh, Good Brothers podcast, I want to go to the London Marathon. <laughs> but I don't know <laughs> if they're going to let me in to England. <laughs> Because right now, it doesn't matter if you have an up-to-date passport. It doesn't matter if you have the money to go. You can't go to most countries in the world. They will not let you into those countries. Right. Right? So I want to go to Europe, and I cannot go. Like, I want to go October 5th. But I won't know until Jan, like actually, like in August, if they actually are letting people from America in. And I have this sticky sense that they're not going to let us in. <laughs> and so that is a whole nother thing that, like, I have an interest in in interacting with a global community around running that I can't do because of the irresponsibility of America, right? Yeah. So that's one to answer your question. So go ahead, add on, Jeff. Yeah, for me, I mean, to echo those sentiments, um, you know, we have a, a constitutional crisis <laughs> playing out right. <laughs> in, in my right. city. <laughs> we, we got, you know, again, that you can't get in depending on where you're trying to go. Um, you know, and my, my bag was that was actually supposed to start in June that there was these uh lower cost one way joints from here straight to Heathrow. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah you know I'm saying I was like, oh word up I can get on the joint from here. I go bang straight to Heathrow. I ain't even gotta stop. I I I think the route is probably I doubt the route's probably definitely still open. Uh you know maybe I can get a bargain price. But again, I might not be able to get in so I could go kick it with Majestic while he's running because I'm gonna be walking around taking pictures. I <laughs> yeah, you know I do some push-ups and stuff. I do you know, uh, you know what I'm saying? push-up videos. Yeah, you know I'm saying but me, but me and the uh, the Bobbies, me and the Bobbies, me, me, you know, the, I do the do them in front of the Bobby or whatever like that. Yeah, you know I'm saying in front of Buckingham Palace. Yeah, you know I'm saying on the bridge. Oh man, look at Justin doing push-ups on the bridge. Justin's out here. You know what I'm saying? But all of that is limbo time so if i got handed you know or just do the fruits of my labor it was like look i got this i got a i got a surplus i can i can go do something i never maybe never did or wouldn't normally do uh-huh. i'd have to be like well maybe i get a real dope computer or something <laughs> like, right. or, I, or i stash it you know what i'm saying or maybe we fix up you know what i'm saying i go ahead and replace this tv with you know more tv than i really need in my life just because you know what I mean? I, you know, outside of being prudent in the general reality of, uh, of saving something for later, it, it it ain't looking good for 2020 to to make no trips. <laughs> so, you know, I'm gonna have to let that. You know, I've, I've, I, I'm, I'm, I'm wrestling with the reality. I'm just gonna have to let that go. Like even even in the in the country trips is looking like ugh, like you're really making it hard right now, America. Like go in the crib, man. Like put on a mask. <laughs> wash right. your hands and just go sit down for fucking three weeks so we can fix this so we can be straight right it's ridiculous but yeah so that that's that's and so to answer your other question around just like you know the, the resources 
I think there is a positive piece of this where this is making a lot of us think about what are the other things that matter, whether it's real estate, mm-hmm. whether it's investing in yourself, right? Whether it's investing in, you know, if you're into the stock market and certain things, um, this is giving people a space to think about if you have the access to resources to be thoughtful around things, how would you use them? Right. And so I do think that is a, that is one thing that is a lining, if you will, out of this conversation of, okay, when you can't do all the stuff you've been used to doing, what should you be doing with your time, with your money and with your energy? Right. And Mm -hmm. I would argue for me, this has shifted my time, money, and energy to be very thoughtful and mindful of what is in my own best interest differently than it would be if I had time to be outside doing other stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So it has shifted my mentality even more towards what is in my interest and then conversely, what is not? Because you start to realize what is not in your interest when you can't do it. Because you'd be like, damn, I want to go do this. And you think about, would, would that to your interest anyway? Because you'd be like, yo, I want to go to a bar, right? Bars are, you know, and shout out to all my bar owners that are struggling right now because I, I, I don't downplay that. Because if somebody, if I had a business and you told me I couldn't make money off my business, but then you wasn't going to pay me to keep my business closed, I'm a, I'm a happy, I'm an unhappy camper, right? Very. But so like, you might say to yourself, yo, I'm about to go to the bar. But then you thought to yourself, so you're going to go and pay more for alcohol than you would at home to be around people who you may or may not like (laughs) to end up smelling like cigarettes. Damn, this is a tough one. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. so I think it has it has helped on that. But at the same time, it has also made you very clear that based on the decisions of elected officials, namely the president, that. You are not allowed to express your freedoms in the ways that you have been used to up until the last. And and it's only been four months. I I, I do want to say this, too. It's only been four months. Yeah, it feels like it feels like a year. It feels like a year. It's only been four months. Right. Like March 13th or whatever. And it's you know, what I'm saying it's it's July 24th. It's been four months in a week. So imagine how it's going to feel <laughs> into January and February. <laughs> like, oh, man. But, yeah. <laughs> I, I was trying not to. <laughs> I'm going to keep it at it. I, I, got this, I have two, like, noodling notions that I just hold on to. I'm like, one of them is like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get myself a by myself L.A. trip. I don't know anything else, man. I'm gonna go get the whole nice hotel. I'm gonna like stay at the line or something. And if I don't even got to socially distance and not talk to nobody, I'm gonna look out the window and enjoy LA in the only way I can. Because <laughs> damn it, America's making it hard. Um, so is that and the other notion is like, like, well, you know, we all go in the bubble, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? For the 2020, you know what I'm saying? Build build the craft, build the arts. You know what I'm saying? Build these various things out. You know what I'm saying? And then when... Because when, when, when it can open up, it's people going... It's going to be a lot of openings. People going to be coming up with ideas. People going to be wanting to fund stuff. They're going to be like, maybe we could do this. Maybe we could do that. Maybe we could go here. Maybe we could do this. You know what I'm saying? And just maybe be ready for that, that, that explosion of energy 
know what I'm saying? And maybe it won't be, an, you know, it won't necessarily be an all of a sudden thing because it's, it's not, it's not that type of situation. But it'll be a we finally crossed the spot where, yeah, man, you can go outside if you want to go outside, man. Like, go ahead. And if you want to go, if you want to go, but that's the other thing. I think it's going to take it's going to be two to three years before people have enough space to 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 forget what they were scared about. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or at least you know the the threat and the the worry, you know, goes away. And that's you know that that may that that to me is is the realistic new window. Um, so maybe these uh, you know, bringing it back where we started. You know what I'm saying? These verses. These these different um, taking slices of the culture, right? Like, how do you do verses maybe with uh, visual artists of some kind, like some kind of, you know, what I'm saying some some kind of pace you juxtapose cast that that operate in that medium, or maybe how do you do something with um with the action sport world? You know, what I'm saying um, maybe you do something with uh, I don't know, like I mean, you do definitely do something with some cooking people. You know what I'm saying? Like some kind of, you know, only thing is it ain't, it's, I mean, I like watching cooking shows, but I don't know if everybody's into that. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, you know what I'm saying? But what's the other lanes, you know what I mean, where could you do something with some comedian? You know I mean, some comedians do something, you know what I'm saying? Interesting or something creative. You know what I mean? Like in, in a, in a, in a way that we haven't seen them before, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? And I guess, you know, some of them is already doing it and, you know, it's all, it's a, there's, there's a podcast for every, Every 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 human <laughs> that exists yeah. at the moment, but um, you know maybe we find some other some other creativity swells. You know what I mean from this? I mean, and I think at well, this moment, go ahead, guy. I think that uh, to add on, I think we forgot to mention that a couple of the verses were when we were in the red. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of them popped off more because you really had no option but to be in the house and it was a curfew, you know? So it was like, there's nothing else to do, but basically tune in and watch this, you know, or go to Netflix versus like being in the green or the yellow. What Majestic said, I wanted to add on real quick, let you have back on Justice was, you think twice or a third time now of what he said of what's in your best interest. And that's why mm-hmm. I said earlier, you know, things won't be the same. Like you won't, you won't, you won't look at going to a concert the same anymore because you'll think, "Hey, man, do I want to spend a hundred dollars on, you know, seeing, <laughs> uh, seeing Erica Badu, you know, or seeing Jill Scott live when I kind of got my rocks off watching them on the verses." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But before you would just blindly just say, "Oh, oh Jill Scott's coming, I'm going," you know, or something's going. So we just had excuses. We have different options to just spend money frivolously on things. Now you'll think twice. Like, do I want to go there? Do I need to go there? You know, because uh, I'm not. Because you really can't go anywhere anyway. So, do I want to do? That? You know what I'm saying? Like, but like now, you know, you may not, you know, uh, shop as much because where are you wearing these things to? Right. Because you're not, you're not going to the bar as you may have once went. You're not going to the club. You're not going to, you know, everything, everything has changed. So, uh, looking at the arts as well, like, you know, you won't look at them the same because they're not going to be the same. Or they have to be. They have to, they have to, 
like so much money has to be put into trying to capture you now in marketing that's not there and may not be there ever again. So, you know, uh, if you were the type of cat, well, a person, if you were a dinosaur that said, hey, man, I'm going to live this life without no cell phone, without a smartphone. I'm not going to get the internet. You know, I'm cool. <laughs> You're going to be out the loop because, you know, everything's going to be online. You know what I'm saying? Or like yeah. on social media. But um, yeah, I wanted to just say, and that could be hurtful to many businesses because now folks are thinking twice or a third time. So businesses are going to have to close because they cannot bring in that crowd anymore. You know, restaurants, you know, bars. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't go. I want to. No, that's peace. Yeah, well, I think that the, you know, the situation has changed. Um, like I, said, I think something like these, you know, maybe they get deeper in the bag with like artists that you don't, you know, that folks that know know that other people don't know. You know what I'm saying? Maybe those come, you know, maybe you 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 reframe even within within the context of like how it how it shows up. Um, you know, maybe as as consumers it, of 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 art, you know what I mean, of creative experiences, you know, usually for for the purposes of of of, of excitement and re-entertainment and, and enjoyment. You you know, you you people still gonna need to wanna see their stories played out in some way. You know, for pe- folks that have, have resisted these current conditions definitely make it hard to be like, I don't wanna be on any of these platforms and whatnot. Okay. You know. I, I, you know, maybe it opens the window for some obscure platforms, some platforms developed with a different intent, you know, maybe to make their bubble. This would probably be the time, right? You know what I'm saying? Because people are like, yeah, I mean, I'm, I feel some kind of way about being on, you know what I'm saying, anything connected to Facebook. I feel some kind of way being on anything connected to, uh, you know, what's, you know, if you're scared of the TikTok, you know what I'm saying, where you go, oh, there's this other thing. <laughs> Oh, right. my friends is on it. <laughs> maybe, maybe that, maybe that bubbles out. We'll see, man. We'll see. Um, so we at close to ninety. Yeah, um, yes, sir. You know, always go add a little bit more space when we got a three way, three man weave because you know you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta spread the floor when you got three man weaves. So you need a little more time. Um, but what would be, you know, maybe just a closing, a closing thought? You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, whoever. Want to take it first, and then I'll then I'll and I'll take us out. Uh, go ahead, uh, go ahead now, brave. You go. Um, hey, just you know, I think the, uh, you know, the 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 versus battle was actually the whole series basically was Swiss Beats and uh, Timberland, like accidentally kind of like. They battled each other, but they had they didn't know it was going to go this far. So my point of is saying, you know, I think now is your time to try something because you don't know where it may go. You know, you don't know, you know, uh, it may <laughs> blossom into this big, huge flower or tree. You know, so um, you mentioned, you know, you want to see more more artists like cooks chefs going at it hey 
now's the time. While everybody's kind of like, you know, close to home and kind of like clutching onto the budget, now's the time to, you know, uh, be creative and put ideas out there, you know, um, and you never know who's watching, you know, especially mm-hmm. online. You, you, you never know who's watching because they're not able to do the, the, the normal things that they would do or travel places that they would travel. So they're pretty much close to home and they're online like you. So be wise when you go live. Be wise, you know, because you never know who's watching and who may, you know, want to contribute to your idea or may want to take away from your idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, and the verses that shown us that you never know who's tuning in. Um, so, yeah. With that said, man, just keep, just stay healthy, you know, uh, build, you know, build your mental uh, and your physical, and hey, just just take it, you know, one day at a time, and just know that winter's coming. Winter's coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so prepare, prepare, whatever that means to you. How you need to prepare, just just prepare, man. Don't be. And walking around in winter without no winter jacket. Mm. The jacket is not always, you know, literal. (laughs) (laughs) Um, For me, um, what I leave with, I think, you know, the the, the Nabri built well um, and and, and really manifested a certain element in regard to that. But it's like, see the possibilities. It's like Red Sea and Blue Sea. Right now, we're, we can, our heads can be filled up about what is not possible, but not thinking about what is possible. You know what I mean? Like, so we, we're focusing on what has changed, but like we talked about with new normals, how much of your life didn't, wasn't really okay before, but you just were used to it, but it wasn't really cool, right? Mm. And so, you know, because you didn't create the conditions, the conditions created you, frankly, right? Mm. The conditions we find ourselves in, we didn't create them. They were created. And then you adjust to them. You adapt to them, right? And you create and you create great things out of it. So it's about what are the possibilities of what we don't see? And when we do get a chance to be together differently, what does it mean to us? Because what does it mean that all these elements that we used to do, we're not doing. So when you see the people that you haven't you seen in months now, how will you deal with them? You know what I mean? And cherish those times and cherish those experiences. Peace. Hey. So um, the only thing I add on to that is just you know make the make the make these moments meaningful. You know, and remember you you can you can put your intent. You know, what I'm saying in play. And um and and I think that's what um you know shows out you know in, in times like this and and even looking at the 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 thing that makes the verses possible is that all those individuals had things that they that they put time and energy and focus and drive into so that they would be at a place in their life that they could step up for a moment like that and you know you don't have to be a performer. You know what I mean? To have, you know, a track record. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Add on to the cipher. You know what I mean? Don't be, you know, don't be a poop butt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so with that, I want to say, yo, Nabri, 
Thank you for joining us, God. I, I so, so, so appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All right. All right. Um, well, with that, I'm going to say peace. Peace. Peace.